You're listening to another episode of A Lady and Some Dudes Podcast. Hey everybody, welcome back to another episode of A Lady and Some Dudes Podcast. I am your lady today, holding it down for our girl Dion. I'm your lady Keisha. And I'm with my guys. We are here, well, with my dudes. <laughs> Sorry. We are here to talk about the NFL and the toll that this COVID, all of these regulations and these rules that seem to be coming out of the wise zoo. Okay. We have Michael Irvin out of everybody. <laughs> Michael, excuse me for laughing. It's just funny when you know somebody's passed a little bit. Michael Irvin is talking about if you're unvaccinated, that means you don't want to win badly enough. That's a very bold statement about someone else's health and someone else's choices. Do you all agree with what Michael Irvin said? Or is there some truth to it? Or how would you how do you how would you pick this apart? This this is what you just laughed is what happens at Michael Irvin when he makes statements like this. <laughs> We start going back to your past, Michael Irvin, when you start making silly statements like this. You cannot tell anybody how to live their life. It is a freedom of choice. That is the gift that we have on this earth, freedom of choice. Mm-hmm. So I'm not with Michael Irvin comment at all. If somebody didn't get the virus, you don't know their situation. How would you say, how dare you gonna say something like they don't wanna win bad enough because they didn't get a shot? Like, first of all, are you in their brain? Like, of course not. So I just think it was a stupid comment that he made. Um, somebody might be painting. Who knows? He might, you know, I don't know. Him and, him and Fauci might be on, you know, on a favorite list with each other. I don't know. Mm-hmm. But uh, I feel like he was really out of pocket for making that statement. See, I understand what he's trying to say. Um, and, and, and we know the NFL players, not all of them, many of them, use substance, you know, to enhance their strength. <laughs> And which decrease other things, lifespan and so forth. So, you know, the pain medicine they take, all the stuff they take, you know. So he's saying, if you really want to win, if you're, I think he's trying to say, and I agree with you, you have the right to do whatever you want. It's your body. You know, there's consequences for your decision and you can live with it. Go ahead. But if you're a person who's taking all these type of pills, all type of medicines, all type of painkillers and stuff like that, just to get through then why not a, a shot, assuming that you want to win a championship? Mm-hmm. So I, uh, whoever, you know, whoever don't want to take it, that's fine. You know, I understand you're skeptical, but please don't say you're skeptical with this and I see you drinking a Red Bull. Please don't tell me you're skeptical and you pop in all these, these, these um, opioids in your mouth, you know, and, and then smoking and doing this, then you're like, okay, and I understand. I understand a lot of misinformation. Um, luckily, my wife is a nurse. She's actually a vaccination nurse and took care of COVID patients. She gets a lot of information. We made a decision. We're comfortable with it. And you have to be comfortable with your, your decision in life, too. So is Michael Irvin out of pocket? I just think of his standpoint, he's saying, if you're doing all these other things, what's hindering you from doing this to assure that you can win a championship? I don't think he was saying, oh, you know, you need to do this or you should do this. I think he's saying, if you're doing A, why not do B to win a championship for the love of the sport? So his experience, 
I think he has the right to talk about through his experience because he did what he had to do. Whether it was uh, drug abuse to get through the game, he, he did, did what he had he to did do to cocaine, win. right? He did cocaine. Right. Bullish yeah. sugar. <laughs> yeah. Yo, so what I'm trying, what I'm saying is, he he like absolutely makes no sense. Are you are you assuming that everybody takes some type of form of some type of? No, that's not true. You don't. Everybody's not taking steroids. All these enhancements. They might take protein drinks, um, uh, uh, medicine to recover, but it's not on the same lines as a vaccination would be. People, like you said before, Phil, people are skeptical about a vaccination some people especially in our community so you know that's just what it is so for him to make that statement i feel like it's inappropriate yeah. and i feel like he should he deserve a backlash that he's getting for it, it yeah because it, it the only difference between everything that the the different things that phil stated as far as like the pills and the other pharmaceuticals they all have like a warning label so you know the pros and the cons these vaccines are experimental. They're not even FDA approved yet. And being a researcher by trade, I looked at the numbers and I'm like, this is still pretty low according to the cases, right? So as soon as I saw the, the number that they had tested, the little, the little clinical trials that they had tested versus the number of people who had already died, quote unquote, died from it because we don't know how many of those were like actual, you know, COVID deaths or however they ruled them. But it, the the sample size was extremely small. So as soon as I saw that, I'm like, oh, now it all makes sense why it's experimental because they still need more research. They need more research. They need more data so that they can understand and be able to establish what are the true pros, what are the true cons. This is the same thing. I've done research trials before and been a part of different research trials you get a budget. <laughs> That's what's happening now. You get a budget for incentives so that you can get the, the data that you need. That's why we see people, you know, juvenile guys, little video <laughs> vaccinated it up. That's why Yo, that dude is out of six, mind. people getting ticket to Six Flags and to the movies, all of these different incentives. So, you know, it's just building a culture of another type of shame and, you know, a caste system, if you will, because now, oh, I'm vaccinated and you're not, well, you have to sit over there. So it's just given another level of discrimination that I don't like and I think is unethical. Hey, man, you mentioned juvenile. <laughs> that thing up. Yo, how quickly I forgot about that video, like very quickly. Yes. Um, Michael Irvin. Uh, I'm not sure how vaccinations have to do anything with worth ethic uh, and winning badly enough, but it's your world, brother. And but I do, I do understand to a degree what he's trying to say on Phil's on Phil's point. Mm -hmm. But it's I know a lot of the black the backlash that he did receive. It, some people kind of see it as political, but right. it's not right. necessarily political. It's like I want a ring and. I'm going to do everything uh, with no cost or whatever. I got to do whatever it takes at all costs. So with Michael, I just feel like if you're going to come out and say something, you already know everybody believes that the, the vaccinations and everything is politics. Mm -hmm. um, as we'll probably mention a little bit later, how it has to deal with some of these uh, coaches 
as well as their procedures of what they're going to do when it comes to the outbreak. Um, so I really feel like do what's best for you. Mm-hmm. We have three will. No one's going to hold a gun to your head. But as the league stated, they're going to have their their reasons for how they go about certain outbreaks and when it comes to uh, games being rescheduled or not. So I just think that whatever Michael makes these statements, he needs to think of what how others feel because, for one, you don't know what people's health medical records are. Right. In order to say, oh, you're not doing what it takes to win. You don't want to win. Dude, I go into the office and put in work daily. Mm-hmm. This vaccination is not going to help me get better. Right. That's why I'm like, eh, I know what you're saying, but that ain't the way to go about it. That's how I feel about it. Yeah, isn't the point of the vaccine the vaccine to protect you from those who are infected? Isn't that the point? Like it's it's supposed to be like a extra layer of protection or something? Yeah, it's supposed to reduce the um reduce the if you do get it, reduce the your hospital stay and sickness and yeah. your um so like I said, I agree, each to his own and yeah. uh, um shaming is not needed. But you know one thing the NFL is trying to do. They're trying to do everything to get that money. They're trying to get that money back. They don't care about you. Remember um, Barrett um, Brooks was on the show not for long. (laughs) (laughs) NFL, they are trying to get their money. So, um, and I think the mindset, Irvin's saying the same thing too. You have to to really say what you in this for. Mm -hmm. What are you in this for? So NFL don't care. They're fining you $14,000 if you violate uh, NFL... um, COVID protocol. That's brutal. That that is horrendous. A lot of these NFL plays are not making that much money. Fourteen thousand dollars. And you got to pay in the states that you play in. You got to pay right. tax, right? So it's not a lot of money these players are not making for running into a car. So <laughs> it's a it, it is to me it's a big decision to to make, and and it's to each his own. But I do I do want to comment on what you said about the uh about the amount. That's Bruce Arians came up with that, but he says if you're unvaccinated and violate the health protocols, you're gonna be fined that amount. I don't think that's unfair to be quite honest. Mm-hmm. Because if you know you're unvaccinated, right, and then you violate the, the health and safety protocols, then you yeah. come back, bring it to the facility, mm-hmm. and then now we gotta shut down because of you. Right. That's that's not a problem. I don't see the problem with that. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, I mean, like, I I feel like there can be an easy, well, in a perfect world anyway, there can be an easy resolution. Like, okay, no, I'd rather not get vaccinated because I'm not sure what that's going to do to my body. I don't know. You know, it's just not, I don't feel comfortable with it. You know what I'm saying? Just like you can deny anything else. Um, but I'm still going to wear my mask. I'm still going to stay six feet. I'm still going to, you know, do everything I was supposed to do. I think that could be, it could be a happy medium, but this, the language that they're using is like, no, we can't, we're not making it mandated. We're not forcing you, but if you don't, (laughs) and I, you know, I don't, I just don't like that. You're putting people in a, a, a really hard situation and it's not just the nfl unfortunately it's under industry, other industries who are taking on that very same attitude because we know it's about money it's all about money 
I get upset. But um, thanks a lot, Michael Irvin, for your comment. <laughs> we'll keep you in mind right up there with Bill Gates on the top doctors in the world. Okay. Uh. <laughs> so, okay, so we know how we have mixed feelings on COVID vaccines, unvaccinated, but if these NFL players get infected and there's an outbreak, the games can't be rescheduled. They cannot be rescheduled due to unvaccinated COVID outbreaks. So what then? We're, what are we left with? What options do we have? Well, make, is that the reason why they uh, added that extra game this year? I know I, I was thinking it was just money, but now it, it kind of makes sense too because if it is an outbreak, they won't reschedule the games. I think it's going to be real interesting with that because it's going it could be possibly, you know, um, you know, different different um, different standings, and it's going to be hard how they judge it if less teams, if one team plays more games than the other team, mm-hmm. um, how that's going to, you know, where they're going to go by, I guess percentages. But, you know, is that really fair? So it's going to be, we live in a season of asterisks besides uh, championships and besides wins and besides just overall, you know, uh, records and and everything that comes along with sports. Just because now it's just like, it's just uncertain. We just all uncertain territory, uncharted water. So I'm just wondering um, now, uh, what will you do now? If certain team misses two games and the other team in the same division plays all his games, you know, how do you how are you gonna map that out? <clears throat> the NFL is not gonna cancel um Tom Brady, not gonna cancel a a a, a Jets game, it's not gonna cancel a Rams game. It's they gonna they may say forfeit, but they want that money and that TV money. Mm-hmm. So they'll do like they did last year. They'll rearrange, they'll put everybody at health, they're trying to get that game on. So I think it's a me to scare people. Hey, get vaccinated. Hey, do this. In reality, if everyone take precaution and do what they have to do, they should be okay. You know, I survived going to New York and I, <laughs> I had my mask on, but I was just terrified to see so many people around and mm-hmm. people look okay. I think if you do take the proper precautions mm-hmm. and that's the whole point, will these players take proper precaution? Like, you know, I know with different sports, but look at James Harden. This dude is just all over the place, right? <laughs> so do you do you trust the NFL, a kid, literally, uh, do you trust a young adult, full testosterone, going to go home, come to practice, you know, take get takeout and come back home? No. They most likely going to do what? Try to sneak somebody in the hotel, go here, go left and right. And I think the biggest thing is the NFL is trying their best to deter these players from doing foolishness. But it's hard. It's hard because these these kids, I, I'm older than most of these players, mm-hmm. want to live their life, feel invincible. I have a I have a young adult at home, and <laughs> this young adult want to go out every night and hang out, and, and you like calm down. They want this is what they want to do. They want to live life. They don't know quiet time. They don't know. They don't understand just just time to reflect and and, and work on your craft. Yeah. So I think the NFL is just putting a deterrent. I don't think they want to. They're going to forfeit any game. I think they'll make adjustments, especially as a, a playoff team. So you may have to play it back to back. Literally, you may have to. When I say back to back, NFL back and back, they may have a game Sunday, 
right? And they may have to play a Thursday, and they may have to play a Saturday. <laughs> they don't get that game in. They, they are not going to do that. Especially, what? they're not going to do that. I'm 17 gonna read, games? I'm going I'm to read this tweet. The mm-hmm. NFL just informed clubs that if a game can... If a game cannot be rescheduled during the 18-week season due to a COVID outbreak among unvaccinated players, the team with the outbreak will forfeit and be credited with a loss for a playoff seating per sources. Massive implications. And I don't... Here's the thing. You add a game, right? You already add a game, which means you're taking a game away from the preseason, right? So... If one thing that you're already going to complain about is, oh, we got to get an extra game, especially these older players, they're not going to want. They're not going to want to do that. But the one thing I do agree with what you did say is, now you gotta, now you gotta be a bit more disciplined, right? You already got to be disciplined enough to to make sure you know the calls and follow health and safety. But now this adds a lot more to your plate, and I believe that. If these if these players, this kind of goes back to this kind of goes back to Michael Irvin to what he says. If you really want to win, you don't want to win badly enough. Because from what I just looked at, about seventy eight percent of the league has already received at least one vaccination shot. So that's majority of the league. So it looks like more players are are willing. Now we have players like uh, DeAndre Hopkins and we already know, I believe it was Cole Beasley saying that they're not, uh, they're not going to take the shot or they feel like that one may have to retire because of this. And I'm just like, dude, all you have to do is just be disciplined. Stay your butt home. Like you got money, go ahead and, and hit up uh Amazon delivery, whoever Man. delivered all your groceries and stuff, or just have someone else that lives in the house that do it who's at least vaccinated if they are vaccinated. They're acting like they don't have any type of particular way around this. And that's probably the annoying thing about it. Yeah. And I'm just like, look, man, just just do what you have to do. If you really want to win, like if you really want to ring that bad, because you already got money, money ain't the issue. Is right. if you want to win that ring. And if you're here in the league for other reasons, then you might just need to reevaluate yourself. Yeah, you may get a jacket, but guess what? We know you didn't give your all just because of, oh, I just couldn't be disciplined enough to try to at least put my team in a position to be successful. That's how I really feel about it. And as I'm looking at the wording, you know what I'm saying? We all, real since the beginning of time, fear has been a driver, right? So if you can present people with fear, and then give them the solution like, hey, well, I know you're scared. We just scared you into this. So do this our way. You know what I mean? Fear has come on since the beginning of time. Fear is a driver. But I'm also looking at the language. It's talking about a COVID outbreak or a COVID spike on your team. What is the number? Like, what is the spike? How many? What is that determined by? And I think, again, that would probably go back to the team. If the team is notable, if, okay, you only got two people, cool, y'all can win. So I think with them not being, you know, having a definite with these numbers, it leaves a lot of room to make some upper management decisions. So again, I think fear is at the the forefront of this, but money is also right behind it. All in all, I just want everybody to be safe and disciplined 
get yourself together, stay out the strip clubs and do what Alan said, just order your food, <laughs> order your food online like everybody else is doing because people are quitting like in the middle of services at restaurants. So just order your food. Okay, so enough about COVID and the outbreak monkey and all that stuff. Let's talk about Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> all right, Aaron Rodgers. Now, will the Packers call his bluff? His word on the street is Aaron Rodgers is playing around. Will the Packers call his bluff? First thing, the Packers need to say, I'm sorry. <laughs> and second thing, they need to fire who they need to fire because they disrespect that man. The man turned away. I think they said that he would have been the highest paying NFL history and he turned that money away because of disrespect. And they knew they were going to turn away. All reports was they knew that he was going to turn away, turn uh, decline the, um, the extension. So what they need to do is either get as much draft picks as possible and let that man go or fire the GM, say I'm sorry, because Aaron Rodgers is the boss and should be the boss of that that franchise. They disrespect. Aaron, you know how it feels now. I never thought they would do it to a quarterback. A quarterback. You know, other positions, you know, they kind of tell you, go, you know, mind your business. But they did to a quarterback. And on top of that, Aaron Rodgers, right. whoo. They have some good. They have some cajones over there in Green Bay. So you need to you need to either say I'm sorry, fry who need to fire and get him back. If not, y'all not going nowhere without this guy. This guy, remember, last year was the first time he thrown to a first round pick, wide receiver. That's how long y'all been riding this coattail, and y'all not going anywhere without him. So make a decision, rebuild, or say sorry. Sorry is not enough. It's it's too late. And on top of that, the report just came out on Friday that long-term talks with Devontae Adams and the Packers organization came to a halt. So we already know what time it is. So if if that halt, you kind of got an idea of where Aaron is at when it comes to this because he posted that photo on his Instagram story with Jordan and Scottie Pippen. So it seems like they're both on the same page about, yo, like, I don't think I'm, I don't really think I'm going to come back. Like, regardless, you can fire who you want to fire, but I still don't think that would be enough. And then even when you said about the first round pick, Tavon Austin was drafted like what, in like the early 2010 decade? And it took all this time. So they're not, man, look, it's a wrap. There's there's these uh what is it I forgot what it was like the little playbook or whatever talking about some uh Aaron Rodgers might retire by next week I said he should have he should have been retired and just get ready to try to host Jeopardy if possible because for one <laughs> you're already you're already an NBA champion as a uh as one of the uh, individuals part of the Bucks organization ownership group you already got a ring there you got a ring in the league bro you got it made. So the money, the money not stopping. So, I mean, unless, unless you want to compete and you can get to where you want to go to be traded. I mean, I don't see, I don't see the, the purpose of him coming back. Not at all. This is interesting really, because it's, it seems like it's coming full circle in the sense that he went through the same scenario when they had Brett Favre with the Packers. 
Um, he was the young up and coming quarterback. Brett Favre was the first, supposed to be first ballot Hall of Famer. And he felt like the organization was disrespecting him. And now, lo and behold, we're in 2021, and Aaron Rodgers feels the same way. You know, I agree with everybody, but it's just funny how it just happens when the shoe's on the other foot. Um, I do think that Aaron Rodgers should get whatever he wants, but I feel like Green Bay is looking at it like you may have only a few years left. We still have to run an organization. The Green Bay Packers are bigger than Aaron Rodgers. When you take that mentality, you're going to have to live with that mentality. So right now, I do think it's going to be a standstill, and I think they're just playing chess. I think when they offer him the money, like you guys said, they didn't really think he was going to take it. But now it looks it looks bad on Aaron because the fan base is saying, listen, what else do you want? You're just being spoiled and entitled. We're going to make you the richest player ever, and you're not going to take that. So now it's less pushback on the organization because the organization seems like the good guys, and they want this to work. So it's just a funny situation going on right now. I feel like Aaron Rodgers would be the type that would sit out instead of instead of getting disrespected. And this is going to be possible stain on his legacy to some people. Uh, to me, I understand his business. I understand respect. Um, but most of the fan base and the people that's just casual fans, they will not understand that. And that's the majority of the public. Yeah, it looks like Rodgers, I think it was what he wanted, 90 million or something like that over two years. It's a lot of money. But um, I feel like he's just trying to stand on the, it's not about the money, it's the principle of the situation. And yeah, I think he should just uh, call it quits and just go. Because he's, how old is how old is Aaron Rodgers? Anybody know? I think 37, 38. 37, ooh, okay. That's kind of old in football years. But I mean, this isn't really, I don't see this as a, a worthy fight. I think he can, he can respectfully bow out. Because clearly, they have the other young guy who, what's his name? Um, Jordan Love. He never Jordan even Love. dressed up for a game last year. I know, but it's like, we're not a <laughs> 37. Maybe you can help him. Maybe you can train him. Maybe you can, you know, pass down all of your wisdom to him. But yeah, Aaron, they're not about to spend that money on you. And that's just. Can I, can I ask y'all a question, though? Yeah. Like, what do y'all think? And this is, and maybe, and maybe I'm wrong for saying this. But do you feel like the the publicity and the negativity would be a lot more if Aaron Rodgers was black? Of course. <laughs> Absolutely. I'm just, I'm just thinking like Aaron Rodgers, I think the narrative would be totally different. They would talk about how he's holding that. He's he's he's, he's um he is ungrateful. ungrateful. Right. And yes. then he's holding the franchise hostage yes. Uh, yes. for no reason. So it's amazing how Aaron Rodgers is not getting painted or put in that box. Mm -hmm. But, you know, if it was somebody like, you know, one of these up-and-coming black quarterbacks, I feel like it'd be different. Oh, of course. Mm -hmm. Of course. You think they said that about Russell Wilson? Um, <laughs> they did um, that when he he even thought about saying he wanted to trade. You saw how they I, ran I, him through the I, mill? I know, but here's here's the crazy thing about it, though. Like, yeah. when, when that whole spill came out, it was just more of a it was more of a stunt to put more pressure on the organization, not necessarily saying I'm ungrateful for what I have, because for one, I wasn't even a first round pick. I'm a third round pick. I'm a Super Bowl champion. Like ever since I've been here, we've been successful. So 
I don't I don't know if they would do that to Russ. I really don't know. Like they certain, still did it. They dragged him a it, tiny bit. They dragged him. How dare he? And, dude, you can't get dragged a tiny bit, dude. He got dragged. He didn't he got get dragged. dragged, man. I don't think he got dragged. I don't think I, think I don't think did. like if if Cam Newton did this, I could see them full blown attacking him. Right. But if it but if it happened to like a player like uh a Russell Wilson, Pat Mahomes, uh a Pat Mahomes like you saw what they did to um, Watson. Um, we don't know. His I know that's and so that's far. and that's and that's the thing because I wanted to say what. Let's say matter of fact. Let's just say before before all this stuff came out. Before all this right. stuff came out about Deshaun, mm-hmm. everyone everyone's looking at the organization sideways. That's why I'm like, and it depends. It depends on on who it is and how the media paints a particular person. And I don't. There's only like a few quarterbacks I could see them not painting in that light. Like I don't, I don't even know if they would paint Lamar like that. I I feel like what they would try to do with Lamar is they would try to come at him and then be like, "Oh, see, this is why you don't. This is why you haven't progressed as a quarterback X, Y, and Z." So they probably would try to come at Lamar, but I I don't think it would be. I don't think it would be as dramatic as what it would look like they would just try to flip the narrative and i guess and i guess i'm just going by history um i just know how they did catch like mcnab and um a vic um you know they just did sometimes some things that i felt like was shady towards some the black quarterbacks man and they always had a hard run being a black quarterback because you know from you know 80s and 70s we looked at we were looked at in the NFL as less than not yeah. able to be cerebral enough to uh, be to to you know to 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 run the ship basically at the quarterback position. So now I, I feel like there's still um, some residue of maybe those reporters that yeah. still had that type of uh, optics um, as far as looking at the black quarterback. Yeah, hey, I they can't get mad at Aaron. Because um, he's doing the same thing Brett Favre done. All right. <laughs> Brett Favre like retired, came back, retired, came back, retired. Yeah. Came back. I was like, man, if you don't just go ahead to Florida and play golf. And you, they did this. They painted him like, oh, he's just a kid who wants to come back. No repercussion, no headache, and he did the worst. So I agree with you, Kelvin. <laughs> Brett Favre did it the worst. He, right. he showed up the day before camp, and he didn't hear anything negative about him. And let one a black quarterback get hurt, or remember Dak Prescott, what they did to him? Mm. Oh, why he wants so much money? He doesn't deserve that much money. What he have done to deserve? You know why he's holding out? He should just take what they want to offer him, and and they ran him. They literally ran him. Yeah. So I, mm, no comment. Yeah. And imagine, imagine how they treated Dak if he if that brother didn't uh wasn't one of the supporters of standing for the flag. <laughs> imagine how they would have yeah. done him. <laughs> Right. <laughs> Amazing. But again, fear is the driving force. That's why this, what we see here, this little facade of superiority is really inferiority. And we know that. But man, let's be great out here. Thank you so much for joining us. We'll see you all next time. Peace. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of A Lady and Some Dudes. Please remember to follow us, like, share. We are on Facebook and Instagram. 
Our Facebook handle is at a lady and that is the and sign, some dudes. Our handle on Instagram is a lady and some dudes. Everything is spelled out. So that's a lady, A and D, some dudes. Until next time. <laughs>